The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, my friend, this is part two of a podcast series. And if you didn't listen to the first one, I just want to let you know that this is an unusual podcast for me. What I did was just record my thoughts while I was driving in my car. I recorded them on my cell phone. So therefore, I want to just warn you ahead of time that the audio quality is actually pretty horrible. And uh, if that bothers you and you can't stand it, then that's perfectly cool. No hard feelings. I understand. It is a, but here's the other thing I want you to understand that it is meant to be uh, intentionally provocative. So there's going to be a lot of things that I see here that may make you feel uncomfortable. You may disagree with, you might find very controversial. And really the point of it is to provide an exercise for you. And you don't have to agree with me. Obviously, it's not even meant to be a debate. It's meant to just present to you some ideas, some thoughts, some questions, some comments that then will be used as a mirror for you to look at and face. How do you feel about money? How do you feel about prosperity? So what I want you to do is be kind of Zen-like, be the observer. And as these statements and these questions are coming out of my mouth onto the recording, which is terrible quality audio <laughs> with respect to audio, at least, um, just observe how do you respond to it? What does your mind do? What's your nervous system do? And then use that to be instructional as to perhaps maybe how you feel about prosperity and perhaps some things that are holding you back. So without any further ado, just please understand that that is the purpose of the exercise. And this is between you and, well, you. So here we go. We all have thoughts around money. Oh, money is the root of all evil, right? That's bullshit. First of all, the Bible doesn't say that. Number two, um, rich people get that way by hurting others or by ripping other people off or by scamming other people. Again, wrong. Rich people get rich by providing value to the world. And so when you scam yourself by calling other scammers, you're not only scamming yourself out of the prosperity that you can have, that you can have, yes, you can have it. But you are saying, no, I can't have it. And you won't even acknowledge it. You're just being defensive about it by attacking others. It's called being passive-aggressive. You are being passive toward your own prosperity, and you're being aggressive toward other people's prosperity to create an excuse for not creating it for yourself. And here's the other thing for your family, and here's the other thing on top of all that, for the world. Because real wealth is created by creating value for other people. And so by holding yourself back from prosperity, what you're really doing, and this is a spiritual sin, I mean, it's all a spiritual sin, actually. You're sinning against yourself, but you're sinning against, sinning against the world because you could be providing more value to the world. 
you know, I, I don't get many uh, bad comments. Once in a while, I'll get a, um, a negative comment, like on a YouTube video or whatever. And whenever I do, um, I'll, oh, they'll say stuff like, you know, probably the most common one. I don't get it a lot, but um, is that people will say something like, um, in fact, I saw one actually just came in this week. <laughs> but I didn't think about it. I did have a bad one this week. So, um, and I laugh about it because it's just, again, I already know that it's about them and not about me, so it doesn't bother me at all. But, um, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, people who teach trading, they wouldn't teach it uh, if they were really making money trading on their own. <laughs> That's such freaking ignorance. It's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, uh, two things on that. So number one, uh, let me tell you something. It's a lot easier to make money trading than it is to market on the Internet these days. So Internet marketing is freaking hard. Hard to make any money. Right, and I've tried ads, I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's just the ROI is just not there. It's just it's hard. Technical, the technology is hard. Dealing with people is a pain. Um, you know, not all people, but some people. And this is why at Top Dark Trading we do a filtering process where we filter out all the people that I don't want to work with, quite frankly. Um, and you know, to buy advertising and all that stuff. I mean, I don't do it because. At least I'm not doing it at this point because I've never been able to get a positive ROI on it. So all the people that come to me come through free means. I just put a lot of free content out there and let people fall where they may, and that's it. So I think that's, that's very um, a valid and a beautiful way to do it, right? Just give a lot of value, and those who want more, great. Those who don't, great. Those who get pissed off, great. Whatever. Got nothing to do with me. So anyway, um, that, that's the joke, though, <laughs> think it's easier to make money by tra selling trading courses online. Oh, my God. That is way harder than trading. Trading is a very simple, streamlined business. I, I don't want to say it's easy because that trading is not easy psychologically, but if, from a business perspective, oh, my God, it is so much easier uh, than trying to sell courses online. So that just cracks me up every time. And then the other thing is I'll – once in a while, I'll click on the person's um, name or username, and I'll go to their YouTube site to see, you know, what they have. And it's like, usually they'll have, like, zero followers. <laughs> they'll have, um, I look at what videos they've contributed. So this is uh, coming full circle back to what I was just talking about. Okay, so what are they contributing to the world? What videos are they putting out there for free? What value are they providing to the world? For free, like I do, I've got over 150 free videos on trading. I don't ask for anything. It's out there for free. People can consume my content and give me enough then, and that's fine. i got no problem with that at all. But what are they contributing? Usually it's uh, zero videos. Once in a while, it's some pretty disturbing stuff. It's not, not good. You know, it's really, like, disgusting. Um, sometimes it's sexual stuff. Um, usually it's just nothing. I mean, that's, I've never, in fact, I will say this, I've never, ever, even once, clicked on somebody's link who has left a negative um, comment and found that, wow, this person's really providing a lot of valuable content on their channel. That's never happened once. And so, you know, that's, <laughs> oh, dude. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. So, um, 
brothers and sisters, you know, I guess the whole point of all of this is use this as a mirror and do your self-work. Take all this stuff, all these comments, all, you know, the comments from how you comment in your own mind, even if you don't leave positive or negative comments online. But everything that I've said here about, you know, these, these online celebrities, about lifestyle marketing, about wealthy people, about money, about the comments from the ballets, and just kind of observe. Be the observer. Just like in mindfulness meditation, you know, they say to be the observer. If you're familiar with the practice of mindfulness, do that right now. You don't have to go into a meditation state. Just kind of sit back outside of yourself and ask yourself, how am I responding emotionally and mentally to these images, to the idea of wealth? Does it offend me? Does that attract me? Does it bother me? Do I get angry? Do I feel jealous? Do I feel envious? Or do I say, wow, those guys are powerful. Those are powerful people. I want some of that. I need to be more like that. I want to be more like that. Not just for my own sake. But because when I become more powerful, and here's where it becomes spiritual, when I become more powerful, that I can be more of a man, I can be more of a woman for my husband, for my wife. I can be a better mother, a better, better father. I can be a better example to my children. Because children learn by example. And I don't want to be a wuss to my children. I don't want them to see just someone who's complaining. What's the message? that you communicate to your children about money. Very important. Very important. That sets them up for the rest of their lives. What's the message you communicate, not just verbally, but by your lifestyle? How well do you provide for them? Is it bad? Is it medium? Is it okay? Or is it great? And by the way, for me, average sucks. Average sucks. I want my children to be average. So I model for my children excellence. I model for my children prosperity. But I do not model for them entitlement. Don't make them earn. Whatever they're going to get, they're going to earn it. Or they won't have it. They won't get it just because I got it. Nope. Mm-mm. And I modeled that for them. And then take it to the next level of spirituality. What value are you creating for the world? Because let's face it, what is money? Money is just an exchange of value. That's what it is. In your current economic state, I'm not going to say that it entirely reflects the value you give to the world. That would be stupid. Obviously not. By the way, your mind is probably looking for exceptions right now because it's in defense mode. Your mind is probably going to be defending yourself and saying, well, but, you know, money isn't everything. Well, I can provide a lot of value to the world in other ways other than 
money, your business. Of course, that's obvious. People say so many obvious things. We all know that. Right? Well, love is more important than money. Obviously, of course. So stop saying the ob obvious shit. We all know that. Stupid. Literally stupid to say things like that. That's the easy excuse to ignore the area where you need to grow. The area where you need to grow. If you're using those obvious excuses, lame excuses, the reason that they're lazy, lame excuses is because everybody already knows them. There's no creativity to those excuses, right? It's just like saying, oh, the sky is up, the ground is down, duh. Don't even bother saying it because we already know. So we default to those things because our mind is lazy, but we don't even have creativity in our excuses to defend our willingness or limitations that we have set upon ourselves. Now, do you know the saying? Probably heard it. If you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. It just amazes me how often people fight for their limitations. They don't just settle into their limitations. They don't just relax back into their limitations like a lazy boy chair. They recline and put the, the footstool up. Now, they actually fight for them. And that's what people are doing on social media when they raise all these, you know, stupid comments. They're fighting for their limitations. Well, they get to keep them. And then, the worst thing is, oh, it becomes like a mob mentality. I've seen this, too. Then everybody jumps on board, and they're like, yeah, that's right. And they like that, because then they don't feel alone. And now they got somebody else who is reinforcing their excuses. And they feel justified. What if we did the opposite? What if instead we got on social media or wherever, and we put comments on there like the ballet gentleman did. Good for you, Grant. Wow. You deserve that jet. Oh, my God. How does that feel now? Hold a mirror up to your brain when I just said that. Can you imagine posting on to social media one of Grant Cardone's posts and saying, Grant, congratulations, you deserve the jet. <laughs> Nobody does that. You know what? I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. I think I'm going to do that. Um, thank you. Another comment. Thank you, uh, Ty, for allowing us to see the beautiful home you live in. Thank you for letting us into your world. Wow. Wow. I'll bet he never gets comments like that. People don't leave comments like that. But we need to. We need to. Because then when you do that, what we need to do is really develop a mob mentality around that so that everybody feels supported in their um, engagement personal engagement of pursuit of prosperity instead of feeling supported in their defense against prosperity. That's where the mob mentality is. What if we got enough people together to give a mob mentality that supported a prosperity mindset? Wow. That's not what happens. That's not what happens. And that's 
a reflection on us. You know, they say that, well, Pareto's principle, right, 80-20 rule, roughly. 20% of the people produce 80% of the results. And then you get your 2%. Those are your real high-end achievers. Then you get your one-half of 1%. Those are just the total rock stars. And the person who has a defeatist mentality, they just look at those numbers, those ratios, those percentages, and they take those as being unfair. They say, yeah, the world's unfair. They say, yeah, see, that's an imbalance of wealth. And so we need the government, we need some outside force to come in and rebalance the wealth. And that's total bullshit. We, you, me, I, and fill in your own I there, you need to do the rebalancing. I need to do the rebalancing by creating value. And that's the whole problem with outside forces, like the government or whatever, coming in to rebalance wealth. It creates no value. It's just shifting money around, and it's going to shift right back. And it always does. And that's been proven through history that when money is balanced out, it's just a matter of time until another imbalance comes. Why? Because there's a few people who will always outproduce to create more value for the world than others who have ambition, who have drive, who are more motivated and inspired than others, who are hard workers, who have a hard work ethic and are lazy, who don't make excuses. One of my friends used to say, you can make excuses, you can make money, but you can't make both. Absolutely 100%. Now, one last thing, and again, got to bring this in because I know how the human mind works. Your mind may be thinking of exceptions. That's how the brain works. My brain works this way, too. We think of exceptions. Well, yeah, but not all wealthy people became wealthy by creating value. Some people do create wealth by ripping others off. Some do scam other people. Bernie Madoff. Absolutely true. 100%. So, is that what you're going to focus on? The point is, where's your focus? If you're going to focus on the exception, again, what you're doing is you're using that as a defense mechanism to protect yourself from your own prosperity. And when I say prosperity, I'm not talking about the money. The money is just a byproduct of you creating value to the world. And you are sinning against God by withholding your gifts, your God-given gifts that are meant to be shared in a dramatic and prolific way. To take your gifts, share them in a dramatic and prolific way throughout the world and create value. Now, whether that returns in monetary value or not, that's not the issue. 
right? There are some wonderful things you can do in the world, create tremendous value, do, do not result in money. Absolutely 100%. I just met a, uh, a Navy SEAL this week, this weekend. And um, that's a whole other story, but he's doing that. You know, he's helping out other gentlemen who have come out of the Navy SEALs, and um, he, he takes no money for doing that, zero. And he's providing tremendous value. So awesome. It's his choice. He's living that lifestyle. I respect it a billion percent. So don't focus on the exceptions. Get the point and ask yourself, am I being lazy? And by the way, um, that Navy SEAL, right? So he was at Warrior Comp 3. He's there with Garrett J. White. Uh, he did not criticize Jared K. Jared K. J. White. I'll get it out here. Jared uh, J. White's lifestyle. They're friends. They're buddies. They're pals. They're not criticizing them. They're friends. Because he knows his values, he knows his value system, he's doing what he's supposed to do, he's following his calling, he's following his voice. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you to, I'm inviting you, let's put it that way, I'm inviting you to follow the voice in you of God, of your calling, whatever that might be. And stop focusing on other people and definitely Here's the symptom. Here's the symptom of the disease. If you are criticizing others for their wealth, that's a 99% guarantee that you're holding yourself back. Because who the hell cares about what other people are doing or not doing? It means you're using your mental energy, your mental focus, your spiritual energy, your spiritual focus. There should be zero energy given in that direction. That's energy that could be used positively for what you need to do. You know, last thing, I don't know, I've said that a couple of times. Maybe not. We'll see. This is a, a stream of consciousness <laughs> exercise here today. So, when you criticize other people. That energy, that's energy. We all have a bank of energy. And what are you using it for? I can say that I don't really do a lot of social media stuff. I don't read other people's social media stuff. I'm not on Facebook a lot or Instagram or discussion boards or uh, what else do they call them? Forums, any of that kind of stuff. But when I do go in and look at them, and I have, I do it mostly just to kind of check out what people are saying out of curiosity, learn what how people are responding to things. I do it more for education about people, not about the topics, right? To me, social media is, yeah, I'm not a big social media guy. I'm not really into all of that. But anyway, um, I think it's mostly a waste of time. Frankly, I'm not going to waste my time on it. But if you like it, great. If you want to use it as a form of entertainment, there's some education there too. But anyway, I don't see a lot of um, wealthy people on their criticizing 
other people's posts. So when you go into like discussion boards or Facebook groups or I don't know whatever Instagram, Facebook, the YouTube comments we mentioned, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, you just don't see the people who are leaving the the negative comments being people who are wildly successful. Those are not the people doing it because that's not where their focus is. They don't they don't they don't have the time. They're not going to take the time. And so when you read that stuff, just keep in mind, hmm, what kind of person leaves these comments? Someone who doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of personal power. Because this is where they're putting their energy instead of creating value for the world. Positive value. Real quick, my friend, as a special offer to my podcast listeners, I'm giving you one of my favorite trade strategies called the rubber band trade. It has an extremely high win-loss ratio, and it's a very simple trade that you can learn in about 26 short minutes. So go ahead and grab my rubber band trade strategy absolutely free by simply going to topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. Again, that's topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. One word. R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. By the way, this trade strategy is so good, I still personally use it every single day it sets up, and you can try it with no obligation and prove to yourself that it works for you as well. This is a try-before-you-buy offer, or actually, it's a try-and-never-buy offer because it's my gift to you as a podcast listener. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.